Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Hello, Chakra Queens. You're going to love this episode with Ash Johns. She is a certified psycho-spiritual life coach, ancestral healer, and conscious business strategist. And we are talking all about ancestral healing to elevate to your next level. We're going to be talking about what is ancestral healing? How does it work? Do I need it? We're going to be talking about how to hold on to your sovereignty in your healing journey, not to get pulled in a million different directions. We're talking about the balance of taking accountability for your healing while also knowing that you're probably holding on to a bunch of shit that's not yours that was passed down to you. And we're going to talk about the connection between your ancestors and your soul purpose. Ash has such a fabulous vibe and you will love her. So you guys, before we dive in, I must share that I have so much going on this week and I'm actually, for those of you who have been following my journey for a long time, you know that I've always wanted to be on TV. <laughs> I've wanted a reality show and it's funny because I was on a path to having my own reality show in, I think it was 2018, 2019 and things just went a little sideways, didn't end up working out even though I like filmed all this content. Anyways, it was just kind of a crazy happening that I haven't really fully talked about because I don't want to make anyone look bad, which, you know, would end up happening. Anyways, I digress. But you guys, very, very randomly, as soon as I decided that I don't care about it anymore, I don't need to be famous. I'd rather just be rich. I don't need the spotlight. I don't need the attention. I don't want to be famous. It sounds like a headache. Like once I just didn't care anymore, now I have a very random opportunity happening that I will share with you guys. And no, it's not Real Housewives, although it might be on an episode. Maybe, not gonna. Anyways, can't share much about that. But I will say I'm doing some filming this week for a little project because guess what? Your girl is now an owner of co-founder, I should say, of multiple businesses. There's another business that I haven't even talked about yet with you guys. So we're doing a little filming for that and it's going to be super exciting. I know I'm being super vague and elusive and mysterious right now, but hey, that's the Aquarius nature, you guys. Speaking of astrology, we had such a freaking lovely guest on. I can't wait for you guys to listen to an episode that is coming up with the amazing Deborah Silverman. I couldn't remember her last name for a second. Deborah Silverman. She is amazing. She's like the OG astrologer. And we really just spoke about like why we need to just love all sides of our Zodiac chart And if, you know, you're a Leo rising and you really want attention like me, don't hide that. You're allowed to want attention. You're allowed to want a reality show. It's written in your astral blueprint. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that one. We actually did have Deborah on the podcast a long time ago. Do you guys remember when I had co-hosts because I was too lazy to host every episode? That was fun. But we had Deborah on when one of our co-hosts 
were leading the interviews. This is my first time connecting with her. So you can go back and listen to that old episode. Anyways, a lot of fun interviews coming, a lot of fun things happening. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at chakra girl co. And also, are you guys on the rituals by chakra girl app? Because you can get a free week go to shockergirlco.com and you can do all of my guided rituals. There's EFT tapping, chakra activations, abundance rituals, short invocations, and they really just take your rituals to the next level. If you find that you're like sitting at your altar and you're like, I don't know what to do right now. I know I should meditate. I know I should connect to myself. I know I should activate and clear my chakras, but you don't really know what to do or you're getting kind of bored of the same old, same old. Go to shockergirlco.com, get your free week of the rituals by Shocker Girl app, and there is so much variety, and you know variety is the spice of life, okay? So go get the app, and you're going to love it. And now, let's talk about ancestral healing with Ash Johns. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have such a lovely, high vibe, beautiful guest today. Her name is Ash Johns. She is a certified psycho-spiritual life coach, ancestral healer, and conscious business strategist, all the things we love. She revolutionizes the way women show up in their sovereignty, in their business, and in society through deep generational healing, actualization, compassion, and practicality. So we are going to be getting those step-by-step tips today, and I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, Ash. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Yes. Long time coming. Mm-hmm. I know. Wasn't it like pandemic time when we were trying to or something? I mean, it's possible. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I, I mean, technically who knows the pandemic may still be happening. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Who? <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of us know what's really happening. So I mean, we'll honestly, see. we'll see what the news tries to tell us. <laughs> Great up. Uh, what is your sun, moon and rising? Triple Pisces here. Pisces, Pisces, no. Pisces. Oh yes. my goodness. Well, yeah. I, mean, I hate to break it to you, but Saturn just got out of retrograde in my sign, which is Aquarius and it's moving into yours for the next two years. And let me just say the last two years have been a bumpy ass ride for me. So you might want to buckle up. Listen, the last two years have been a bumpy ass ride. I think it's, it wasn't it in Aquarius since like 27. No, it was 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. It was like it's two been, and a half years. Yeah. 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 No, it was very bumpy for me. And I, so far it's been like what a day and a half now that it's been in Pisces and I'm really feeling the vibes. Like I think it's yeah. gonna be fantastic for me. It's gonna, it, it'll be transformational, honey. I mean, no lies. Zero, 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 there's 0% lies in what you said, ma'am. No. <laughs> What is a daily ritual that you never skip? Oh God. I am an early morning, like, which I love early mornings. I'm always up between four and five 30, no alarm. And it's my time to breathe. It's my time to meditate. It's my time to speak to my ancestors and call them in. I always have my lemon water. I walk my dog. I do my journaling. I do my mindset and um, I'll do any other rituals that come to mind, but that's pretty much the basic thing I do every single morning. And I may include a little walk, you know, get in some nature, very yes. simple, very effective. I know, but I feel like it's all about getting back to basics these days, you know, that's it. Basics create balance. Exactly. Well, and I need to know what kind of dog do you have? 
I have a Boston Terrier. He's a blue Boston. So he's looks gray. Um, oh, I love those ones. Yeah. He's my baby. He's actually right here, but not beneath my feet right now. Oh, what's his name? Ziggy. Ziggy. Oh, buddy. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I want to know about your spiritual awakening and how that turned into making this your life's work that you're sharing with the world. Yeah. I, my whole life has been a spiritual awakening. (laughs) So (laughs) I wish I were one of those people that like, you know, whenever someone asks me this, the vision I get is, uh, I watched behind the scenes, like VH one with Jessica Simpson once. And she (laughs) talked about her spiritual awakening where like God spoke to her and her hair like moved and the sun came through and she had this vision. And like, for me, it was never one moment of having a spiritual awakening. Like my whole life has had multiple awakenings, multiple nudges, multiple moments of remembering. So I can never pinpoint one thing, but what I will say is my journey majorly pivoted to not just having this gift and doing this work, but like calling it ancestral healing was when I was running women's retreats in Bali. And I was essentially combining four different verticals or four different areas of of what I'm good at into one retreat experience. It was like part conscious business. It was part woman empowerment. It was part ancestral healing and energy movement and channeling. And it was part like cultural immersions. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's something about business and women and healing and culture that makes sense to me. And I stopped allowing them to be isolated experiences and just brought them into a whole package. And that was really the moment where I was like, we're doing women's healing work, but we're doing, we're doing it through ancestral healing. And how do I define that? And how do I want to talk about it? That was a big moment for me. And that was back in 2015. Wow. So it was like, I don't know, that sounds like a multidimensional, like worlds colliding moment. Exactly. I often talk about how like ancestral healing is the past, present and future all at once. We're working on multiple dimensions, multiple planes, multiple time frames, all within right now. And it's the most empowering modality, in my opinion. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but like, because <laughs> you have so much access to who you are and what impacts you and what you get to do across the planes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into that. How do you know if you have ancestral healing to do? Everyone, everyone has ancestral healing to do. There's no one on this planet who doesn't have something from their lineage, something from a past life that is playing up in their current life, whether it's perceived as a positive thing or a negative thing, where it's creating a cycle that you want to experience something different within, right? So we all were born for someone on this earth plane from someone who came before us. We all have ways of existing that we've learned. There's a huge movement of everyone doing inner child work and like naming their parents narcissists and like, yeah, (laughs) but not to make fun of that. Where's the accountability in that? (laughs) Well, I don't even really care accountability so much because I feel like everyone is hyper accountable at this moment. But what I do believe is like, there's something deeper than that. Like if everyone has these experiences of being raised by a narcissist or from being in partnerships with narcissists, like, why is there such a movement of narcissists? Like what has happened in our lineages? What's happened in culture? What's happened in society that keeps creating this experience? And then why are there such a huge group or movement of us who are healing from that experience, right? Like there is something that's unhealed in the energetic field, and that is still playing up in our current lives. And that's essentially what ancestral healing is in my book and how I guide clients to do the work. Okay. So I love how we talked about the different timelines, the different dimensions of it. Can you kind of delve into that a little bit more? Like how do you explain the 
kind of like parallel existence of multiple timelines and dimensions. Yeah. So the way that to make it very simple and not to get like all the way up in the physics and the quantums and like get mm-hmm. lost in the ether. Cause one thing I'm really great at and 10th house Capricorn is even though I'm a triple Pisces, I bring it down to how it, what, it, what does it mean in earth? And what does it mean in, in the embodiment and who you are being and the impact you're making based on who you are being right. And so, um, when I, I often say we're being these modern women or modern people in the world, but yet there are ancient ways of existing or ancient wounds or old things in three generations ago um, that could be affecting how you're showing up. So for example, we'll have a client come through who's like, you know, I really want to get on the speaking circuit. You know, I've, I've done some public speaking and I know I have a gift for it, but every single time I'm putting it off or I'm making excuses or like my voice quivers, or I get nervous or I procrastinate or just doesn't feel the way that it should or whatever, you know, all these different experiences. And they've done the, the speaking coaches, they've done the woman empowerment things. They've hired the high-end coaches and like all these things. And they're like, and still I'm getting the results, but it doesn't feel right. There's something else going on, you know, every time I go to speak. And when we get into her lineage about it, we find out that, yeah, a lot of the women in our lineages or in our families have been asked to be silent or to be safe or to be Mm you know, use choice words in order to navigate this world. But as a generational pattern breaker, as the woman that you're called to be from your soul agreements and your reason for being in your family as an ancestral agreement, you're here to break that pattern. And there is a mental shift, like an actual mindset, mindset reframe that you're going to go through. There's an energetic shift. And there's also the support of your ancestors to help you be that person that you're called to be. So to me, I think of ancestral healing as the ultimate self master because who we were raised from and how they survived, how they were quiet or how they manipulated or how they, whatever they have to do to, to make ends meet and get moved through the world and have the success or, you know, survive another day. Those are encoded in our DNA. It's in our cellular memory. It's in our energetic memory. It's in our energy field. It's in our psychic understandings of how we move in this world. And so unconsciously they're always playing up. So when I'm talking about healing on multiple planes, we're going into your lineage to have ancestors release and let go of what doesn't serve you while you're practicing the embodiment of new ways of existing that do support where you're coming through. So it's, it's all hands on deck. It's a supportive healing environment for your ancestors and for yourself on different consciousness levels. Mm, so the way that you tune in to the ancestral trauma that they need to release or whatever happened in the past, are you doing this through kind of like something similar to a past life regression or how are you tuning into what needs to be healed? Or is it just through what they know? No, they- it's, it's actually not. Um, I just guide clients through energy fields to do this work. I, I'm not a, I can channel, but I do not channel. I'm not, a, I'm not a practicing medium. We're not doing past life regressions or any of that. It's just the gift that I have. I know how to guide people through energy portals and fields. They get to access their ancestors. I teach them how to do that so they can continue doing the work even after we're complete, after mm-hmm. we finish our, our work together. Yeah. Can you give us like the Coles notes version of exactly how this works or where we should start if we had like, okay, I know I need to do this healing work. Yeah, you would go to www.ashleyjohns.com and fill in an inquiry form to be in touch with me and to potentially even apply to be part of my membership application. Like this isn't something that is step one, do this, step two, do this, step three, do this. It is a proprietary process that I call ancestral freedom. 
the actual framework is whole lineage healing, where you're working with learning how to work with your whole lineage as a leader in the face of your lineage. And it's something that I take a lot of pride for. I, I love how I've put together my unique way of working and teaching people how to do this work. And really the best way to start is to have an interest in it. Like if you feel called you, a lot of the people I work with felt like they are the person in their family here to break generational patterns. And it's not just what you acquire and like your bank account and your lifestyle and your home, like all of that matters, but it's also in your relationships to other people, to your money, to your own womanhood, to your womb, to your confidence, to how you show up, how you react, your emotion, like all these different aspects of your existence. Uh, we're looking at the whole woman for a whole lineage shift. Mm, and I think that's such an important piece too, because sometimes we feel like we've done all the work. Like it's like, I've done the money work and I've done this, but it's mm. like, it's still not budging. <laughs> right. So I feel like yeah. one thing that I always kind of struggle with is like, okay, how am I like, am, am I just not taking accountability if I'm like blaming other people or if I'm saying this was passed down, like how do we make sure that we're doing everything we oh. can do first before yeah. we're like, I'm going to blame my parents and my ancestors, you know? Yeah. I love this question. Like, oh God, thank you for asking it because it's actually something that everyone comes through. I don't know if it's, or ask me, I don't know if it's because we're in such a, I focused on the individualization of healing and like I'm in power and it's about me and what I'm going to do, which is fantastic. Like we all need that. I, you know, I'm, I'm a very late Pisces. I actually have a lot of Aries energy running in through me. If you can't tell <laughs> And so being empowered is if you've already had your spiritual awakening, you've had a Kundalini awakening, you've done ayahuasca, you've done the plant medicine, you've been working with coaches, you've been doing, you know, you journal, you're self-aware, you're working on your emotional IQ and like all of these things. And still you're seeing that you're showing up in a way that is not most glorifying in the person that you know that you're called to be. And it's repeating the certain behavioral patterns and lifestyle patterns as your family, even though you love your family, you love your mother, you love your father, you love the people you were raised by, but you know that you're here to do something different and you're still seeing those patterns showing up. Like that's when it's time to do ancestral healing work. I mm -hmm. tend to not actually work with brand new spiritual people. Like if they're yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm trying to learn how to meditate or like, how do I even feel my body? I'm like, no, go work with an embodiment coach, do somatic therapy, like do some breath work, like learn that stuff first, get some major breakthroughs, know who your inner child is, and then come and look for ancestral healing in the way that I do it. Cause it's not, it's not baby step process. Yeah. And I love that you said that because it's the reason why my podcast is called it's still happening because I was having women say, okay, I broke the pattern of like being single. I'm now married, but I actually treat my husband or feel the same fear about men as I did growing up. Like, sure. I married the man that I really wanted, or I have the love of my life, but it's still this weird, like, I don't fully trust him or like these still, I have the money, but I'm really afraid to invest or every time, like, why is my relationship with money this way? Even then I've done the money mindset work. Like, is this, is this something I'm forever going to fight with? Or like, do I actually get to a point where I'm different? And it's true. Like, we'll always be on a healing journey, but when you do ancestral healing and you get to these core ancestral wounds at the root, you do shift as a person. This is not about blaming people at all. It is not a victimhood modality at all. It is the most like 
courage and compassionate way of owning your power and your reason for being on this planet and seeing the things that affect you that you further need to heal. And you do that with your ancestors' help. It's like saying, I want to become the best person ever. I don't want to become aware of myself. And we're like, okay, I have self-awareness, but I don't even want to look at the things that are even beyond that. Let's like deeper. You ever, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but like I've sat with people and I'm like, hey, you know, why is that going on? Like, oh, it's just fear. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's fear or yeah, it's unworthiness. We're so keen to use these terminologies or these phrases, but what are you actually afraid of? And where did that come from? And how long has it been in your lineage? And if it's not yours, whose is it? Then give it back. So you can step into your power and be the leader, be the woman in the lineage who gets to live different. Cause a lot of your ancestors want that anyway. Mm, so true. And yeah, people love to just use the buzzwords without really diving a little bit deeper into it. Yeah, totally. So I love and no, that and no knock, like it's, it's an easy thing to do. Like, when yeah, I'm totally. <laughs> I'm sure I've done it too. Um, so what you talked about standing in your power, I want to segue a little bit into just talking about sovereignty. Cause I know these things kind of go hand in hand. Like when we are fully like healing ourselves, doing the work, we're able to stand in our power. So I'd love to just know a little bit more about the sovereignty work that you do with your clients and why that's such an important piece. Yeah. So there's a part of like identifying with your lineage. And then there's an aspect of disidentifying. And a lot of times in like the personal development world, we're disidentifying a lot. We're like, you know, I'm not this, I'm no longer this. I mean, there's some people who are still focusing and talking about integration and I'm all the things and all of that. But like a lot of the times we're like, okay, I'm no longer this. I don't want to be like my mother. I don't want to have this pair, this trade or whatever. When it comes to sovereignty as it relates to ancestral healing at the level that I do, it's becoming in, it's, it's a journey of stepping into a conscious, balanced, equally powerful relationship with your ancestors. Because a lot of times people associate ancestors with like these elevated, angelic, like they're in heaven or they have more wisdom because they lived on earth before me. And like, but really you become in relationship with them, like as embodied humans on this planet, we have agency that they don't have. Right. And like, Mm -hmm. they have access to information that we've forgotten and we're bringing new codes in as the star seas or whatever, whatever you're, whoever you are and where you're from, we're bringing that into the lineage to meet what was in the lineage before we got here. Right. So there's a relationship between who we are as a human in this time and who our ancestors were and like working together. And so sometimes I'm telling people that when they're doing ancestral healing 101, usually it's like plant medicine and they got visited by a guide or an ancestor and they tell them some information of things to do. And they're like, okay, I'm going to go do what this grandma guy told me, which there's fine. Or people get that in like tarot readings too and stuff like that, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're working with an ancestor and they're dictating stuff to you, that's not ancestral healing to me. When I say ancestral healing, I am healing ancestral trauma in my body and my psyche and my existence, my ancestors are healing their shit too. And we're working together in our healing for our lineage and for my life. It's a collaboration, right? And so sovereignty is sometimes people, when they're doing ancestral healing 101, they're giving away their power. They're just like, oh, my ancestors said to do this and I'm going to go do it, or I'm going to light this candle, or I'm going to do ancestral reverence. And I'm like, that's cool. But do you actually know who you're working with? Like that ancestor could be a lovely grandma on the way that she presents herself or they present themselves or he presents himself, but the wounds that they're carrying and the belief that they're carrying and the consciousness that they're carrying isn't actually helping you evolve. 
So there's a process of learning what ancestors I want to work with, which ancestors need to be elevated, which is the alchemization process that I guide you through, through whole lineage healing. There's ancestors that need to be fully crossed over because they're in this liminal in between space. There's ancestors that are from the future who are coming in and like talking to you about your future self and supporting your future self. And you get to embody new actions now that's going to support your future self. So it's a very empowered experience. You have to, and I teach this to my clients that they don't know it before, but the very beginning is like learning how to set your protections, learning how to use your own spiritual gifts and how you communicate with spirit to know how to navigate the spiritual realm. Because when we finish our work together, that's what you're going to keep doing. Right. Mm. So yeah, just a little taste of what that sovereignty looks like. It's, it's deeply knowing your role in your lineage and how to engage with the people who came from you with who came before you to support you in what you're doing in this world right now. Okay. And I love that you mentioned star seeds because I was going to ask you that. I'm like, how far are you going back in this ancestral path? Like, are we going to other planets? Like, is that (laughs) something that you're helping people with as well? Not so much, even though I'm a super star seed. (laughs) (laughs) No, because what I've learned in our spiritual streets out here is like, we often have incredible experiences from our constellations, from our stars, from other planets, from other entities, even elementals, you know, the water and the sun and Mm. the earth and the stones and all these things. But we tend to really struggle with our own human ancestors. So my work is really focused on blood ancestry or ancestors that you are humanly related to, even though we do have ancestors of different places, ancestors of different cultures, ancestors of different races, like that stuff is great, but we really want to just get into your family lineage ancestors. Cause I find it to be the thing that we're most resistant to and avoiding because we're out here trying to create the life that we want sans family. You know, we're like, Oh, I'll just you know, it's like that old saying, see how healed you are. You know, you're super healed until you get around your family and you're like super triggered. <laughs> like we want to evolve that experience. So at the, I've had clients where after they worked all four of their family main bloodlines, we have worked with other energies and entities that came through that were supportive of their lineages and supportive of them, which that's cool. But I really like to essentially, like you were saying before we started the podcast of like guide you into the thing that you're avoiding, right? Like healing our relationship to our families and what we've inherited is so powerful. And it's a vibrational shift throughout the lineage that you, it impacts everyone who comes after you and everyone who came before you. Cause you guys are all working together. Mm, so beautiful. Yeah. And I think sometimes people use those more like esoteric, you know, star seed things like different modalities as kind of a scapegoat to avoid the things that are right in front of them. Totally. Totally. And I I've been there. I've been like, listen, fuck earth. Like (laughs) I've just been like, I mean, a triple Pisces. I mean, think about that. You know, I'm just like, this is really strange, but I'll tell you being able to there's something that I see with every person who's gone through whole lineage healing. And it is this coming home to themselves and knowing exactly who they are with no wobble in your family, both living and dead. That is a very powerful thing. Like my nickname growing up, people would always refer to me as like queen and empress. And like, still now people will be like, you're such an empress. 
But once I went into my lineage, it was like, no, really, I actually am an empress. This is yeah. not just cute words like boss bitch. Like, it's like, no, bitch, you really are an empress. Like, there are different requirements of me. And it was a level of self-acceptance where I can really move and know that I'm supported. And seeing the shift in my living family, once I actually accepted that and, and really stepped into it was incredible. I didn't have to convince them or tell them they saw it in my, in my beingness, how I shifted as a human, you know? Mm, So true. So I'm curious, are the ancestors telling you like your sole purpose and are they, have they kind of been with you through multiple incarnations? Mm, I believe that we, and have seen also that we move with the same groups of people like can yeah, like, like a star fans. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, a lot of times, <laughs> even though it's generational pattern breakers are like, oh my God, this family is nuts. I feel like I barely fit in or like, okay, me and my sister are similar, but I don't know the rest of these people. <laughs> <laughs> Most times it's just that, you know, you're skipping different generations and reconfiguring or coming together as a family in a different formation. But yes, you do tend to cycle through lives over and over and over again until you guys have metabolized and moved through what you've agreed as a soul. So my brother, the brother that's right underneath me was my son in a past life. My mother was definitely my daughter in in the past. So these things are very true. You do tend to move with the same family members over and over again in just different positions until you finish your life. But I've also met people who, you know, their children came in brand spanking new, like they really are like new to the lineage to bring new information in that they really, really need in the lineage. And there's sometimes a soul comes into the lineage too, similar to me who goes and are bringing things back. That's been lost and forgotten in the lineage and to bring it forward and to innovate and modernize it. So there's lots of different ways. It's, it's one of the reasons why I say that whole lineage healing and the way that I do it for ancestral healing, it's choose your own adventure. Like it's player's choice. There's no one way to do it. I have had a mastermind with 24 women in it. And even though everyone could identify or like resonate with another woman's journey, the medicine for that woman, the rituals given to her by her lineage for what she was working on were different, even if they were working on similar things. And I find that to be so beautiful because in this economy of like, all this digital information. And like, we can talk to anyone anytime and we can get rituals anywhere and like access any meditations, anyhow, to know that what's been given to you is unique to you and your lineage. It's bringing back the stuff that we thought that was lost, the recipes, the song, the dance, the remedies, like those things are so sacred. You can then write them down and start creating your own ancestral ritual book that you can't Google that shit. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) so beautiful about that, that I love it. It naturally heals our, our, uh, belonging wounds. Yeah. Like I feel like it's encoded within us and it's like a remembrance when it's brought forward. That's it. That's it. You can't make that shit up either. No, (laughs) (laughs) not even chat GPT would know that. Oh, I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm curious if like through doing the purpose work and tuning into ancestral guidance to determine our purpose in this lifetime, like is that like, is our purpose in every incarnation the same or like, is the entire lineage, did they have a similar purpose or how does purpose work into all of this? 
That's a good question. Um, thanks for bringing it back up. I, it's really dependent on a person. Like every person is different. Some people come knowing what their purpose and it has nothing to do with their lineage. Like their ancestors are there to support them or they're here to bring new information into their lineage. But let me say it another way. I find that ancestors are most supportive when it comes to your purpose and helping to clear the way and give you Mm, lost codes, lost information or forgotten information that can help you navigate embodying your purpose. I believe that our purpose is a couple, it's like twofold. It is what did I come into this incarnation with, like from my soul? And then it's also, what did I agree to with my lineage and my family? Like, what does this family need? What do, what am I bringing in that they did not have that needs to be restored or needs to be added to the lineage? So those two things working together is what creates a unique you. I call these your ancestral gifts that align with your soul's calling. Mm -hmm. So for example, I have, and some of this you can see in astrology, like I found it to be amazing. The deeper I got into astrology, how much it matched what my ancestors had already told me. And it was like an astrologer telling me stuff. They, they didn't know that I had ancestral conversations, you know, I was like, oh yeah, cool. That that's cool that it's in the stars. So that's a very helpful, like fact checker, if you will. I love when modalities can overlap and kind of support each other. But uh, there was a way that we wanted to say this and I don't quite remember it. But I think that sometimes when we think we don't know our purpose, we want to go to other people or different entities or ancestors for them to tell us. But this is again, where you want to be selective and the ancestors you're working with, because Anyone who didn't necessarily fulfill what they were called to do in their lifetime is going to be very excited to help you try to fulfill something in your life because they can superimpose what they want onto your life, right? So this goes back to the sovereignty piece as well. Being able to know who you are and what you want to do and what you dreamed about doing as a kid and then tapping into your lineage to support you and doing that to me is the safest bet to do that. I'm never, I'm never super inspired to ask anyone outside of myself, what my purpose is. Mm, That's so true. You know, but I do believe and know to be true that in our purpose, we do have a role in our families. And sometimes we forget our role in our families. So even though I tend to work with people who identify as generational pattern breakers, you can be a generational pattern breaker around a lot of things. It could be like walking your own path, being a creative instead of a, you know, a doctor, It could be being a fierce woman instead of being docile. It could be becoming more feminine instead of being a warrior. It could be like a lot of different things. And so when you do ancestral healing work and you also know like your gifts and the stuff that lit you up as a kid, and you've already been like going, like working your way back to the truth of who you were when you incarnated, because we were our purest self of that as children. And then we heal some of the things that we inherited and our family told us and society taught us that got us off our path. Your ancestors then support you in embodying your purpose. So that's kind of what I, I'm like, have an idea of what your purpose is before you start doing ancestral healing work and start walking that path. And when you're constantly up against, like still hitting resistance or, you know, things that are coming up, then let's start doing some ancestral healing work so they can clear the way and also support you as opposed to, for example, I've had clients who they knew they were called to be an amazing CEO, right? And the more risk she took and the more resistance she was getting. And it was almost like 
her lineage was like, we want you to be successful, but not that successful. Like it's Mm -hmm. not safe for you to be that successful. And if you do regular coaching, they're always going to give you the mindset codes of like, Hey, you know, it's safe for you to speak your mind. It's safe for you to have boundaries. It's safe for you to check the money. It's safe for you to do a safe. It's safe. You're telling yourself that, but if your lineage, the energetics in which you belong, do not feel safe. And the last time someone in your lineage was a CEO or a ruler or head of an empire, like you're going to keep feeling that resistance. It's never going to really feel safe. And so that's why we're working through the lineage into what you're embodying for yourself so that you have more support energetically, physically, emotionally, psychically for what your purpose is. Does mm-hmm. that answer your question? Yes. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> so now once we like understand that we have this ancestral trauma, we have like specific things that we need to heal or clear. What are some of your favorite rituals or tools for the clearing side of things? Oh, that's a good question. So Again, this might be so annoying. Hey, listeners, like, please don't be mad at me. I'm not being a gatekeeper or shady, but I'm trying to tell y'all that there's nothing better than doing this work for yourself because there, I don't give out rituals. I don't say do this and do this with your ancestors. Like you and your ancestors find the medicine that is unique to you for what you're working on and what you're clearing and what you're remembering. And let's not forget, there's also ancestral blessings. There's literally gifts blessings, ways of existing tools, sayings, song, dance, like unique things that your ancestors will give you that has been lying dormant and your DNA, your psyche, your energy, and your lineage that you get to reclaim by doing this work. So I know right now, like we're all used to being like, okay, like the Instagram is giving us the swipes and saying, try this and do this. But like, this is an embodiment work. This is a work that is only experiential. Even if I were to say, well, four of my clients did this with their clients, with their ancestors, try this, like light a candle and create an ancestor altar. Like that shit's all over the internet. I'm more so interested in the person who's interested in going into their lineage and finding the rituals, the practices, the song, the dance that support you uniquely. That is of your DNA, of your pedigree, like of your power, of your juice, it's going to help you be the woman or the person that you're called to be. Like, that's what makes me exciting or excited. I actually get really bored with the, like doing things like everyone else, but you know, I don't know. It just falls flat for me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't give you all any of those. No, love that answer. So, okay. So that's beautiful. So you mentioned that you have a membership. What are some other ways that people can work with you? Yeah. So we're bringing back ancestral healing space. It is a month to month membership where you can come in and I guide ancestral healing. We do Q and a, and in general, you first spend your first month learning how to do the work. So it's a great way to just like practice and connect and be like, Hey, this is what happened. And is this real? And like, am I safe? Is this okay? And in your experience, Ash, and like stuff like that. So we spend that, uh, doing that work the first month. And then after that, you can actually choose a path of exploration. Like if you're looking at healing your relationship, relationship to money and evolving your relationship to generational wealth. There's a path for that. If you're looking at your relationship to mothering and becoming a mother or not becoming a mother or whatever it might be, there's a path for that. There's a path for healing your relationship to men and the masculine and like sisterhood and like all these different aspects of our life. So ancestral healing space might be something to check out. I think it's so fun. It's a cool community. And I feel grateful that I'm offering it because at first I was like, I don't know how a membership would work, but it feels really delightful. So there's that. I do take a few one-to-one clients here and there. So if you're ever interested, you can reach out and apply. And then we do have the the annual Elevate Mastermind, which is so delightful. It's only for women and women identifying 
people and femmes. But my philosophy here is that, and I'm sure you might resonate with this, Amberly, but when we women as like earth beings as like the womb of human existence, like when we change and transform, so does everything in our lives. And so I was seeing for a while that we tend to have these trends of either all or all or nothing. I was like, we're coming into a container doing everything, or I'm going to a business coach for this an embodiment coach for this and like sacred sexuality here. And like, channeling energetic clearing here. And like, we have a shaman for this. We're just fragmented in our healing, almost like the U S health, <laughs> our U S healthcare system. is like, you have to run all over the place. All yeah. the doctors where when you're like in Thailand or somewhere else, you go to one place that has all the specialties, you have swipe your car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of what elevate is. It's like, come in with sisterhood and we are going to work through your lineage. Um, we're going to connect with your ancestors and every aspect, everything in your life changes because you yourself as a woman and your lineage is changing. So I really love elevate. I don't know what time we're going to air this, but we do have enrollment happening right now, March of 2023, if you're around, otherwise hop on the wait list. Beautiful. And then you also have a lovely little free offer for us. Oh, yes. And shout out to my designer because the design of this ebook is so stellar. And I will say it's probably the best thing to download, not only because it's free, but because it does kind of outline basic ways to explore ancestral healing. I call it Lay of the Lands ebook, and it's eight ways into ancestral healing. Um, I'll give you a little teaser of it, but you should definitely download it. It's like you can look at ancestral healing from a DNA perspective and go and like find out your mitochondrial DNA. And I did this. I loved it. It was so much fun. You get to know about your people and where they're from in the, and, you know, on the planet and who's some distant cousins and all that good stuff. You can look at ancestral arts and crafts. You can look at ancestral food. You can look at ancestral lifestyle. You can look at ancestral, you know, all these kind of things. And it's a good way of just looking at all the different ways you can connect with ancestors in your lineage. But then it also talks specifically of how I work, which is ancestral spiritual work, where you're learning how to work with the spirits and energies of your ancestors as a lineage as a whole. Mm, Okay. I'm definitely downloading this. Very Mm -hmm. exciting. So we will link you guys to all of these things. Ash, thank you so much for sharing your magic with us today. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. Ash, where can everyone find you on the interwebs? Oh, definitely hit me up at Ash Inspires on Instagram. And you can find my website at ashleyjohns.com. Amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thanks for having me. Bye. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 